Hi, and thanks for hitting the snooze button. The Express version. My name is Neil Headley. I tell you what, if ever there were an episode where I would recommend that you check out the full-length version, this would be the one. It's me and my chiropractor, Dr. John Saunders, uh, and we talk about everything in this episode, from sleep positions to pillows to mattresses, but so much information waiting for you in the longer-form version. You can get it on our website at thesnoozebutton.com slash podcast. But without any further ado, because we're pressed for time, here's Dr. John Saunders. Actually, let's do the most basic one of all, position, because that's one of the big ones for people because you'll read things that say, don't ever go to sleep on your stomach. And then there's other things that don't ever go to sleep on your back. What's from a chiropractor's perspective, what's the right thing to do? Yeah, that that's a, a, probably a question that uh, at least daily. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that it has a massive impact on uh, me potentially your sleep, but more importantly, probably your physical being and your future quality of life. But I can tell you from the evidence that I've read, but I think even more important than the evidence is what I see clinically is that there's two positions that are acceptable and that's a back, obviously sleeping on your back and, and the other is sleeping on your side. So we absolutely frown upon sleeping on your stomach. Okay. Why? So there's two reasons. One is, is the fact is if you don't have a supportive mattress, which I'm sure we'll get into, mm-hmm. and you're on your stomach, your low back, especially if you're a little bit bigger in the midsection, okay, if we're holding a little bit more weight, this is more relevant, but it actually causes your you to sink into the bed and it causes extension in your back. So what that does, it'll jam the joints in the back together and you'll be sleeping like that all night. So it irritates the back. You wake up stiff, sore. That's a, a, a very com- uh, sorry, a very common uh, reason we have back pain in the morning. But the other one, I, I, and I'd say it's even more important, if you sleep on your stomach, it is devastating on your neck. And the reason why it's devastating on your neck is because you can't sleep face down with your head straight down. Maybe on a on a chiropractic table or a massage table, that would be possible. But you have to wrench your neck to one side or the other. And evidence shows that if you do that consistently, and depending on how much you sleep, you don't sleep much, uh, right. so I've heard. Right. Um, but if you sleep anywhere between you know three and not 10 hours a night, it doesn't matter if it's three or 10. If you're doing that consistently night after night after night, it can actually jam the joints. Not only wake up with uh, neck pain that in, in the acute sense, but over a long period of time, it, wear, it causes wear and tear on your neck. And it can cause arthritis and a whole bunch of other issues. All right, so preferred is back and side. But from a, a purely, if I, if I take away all the other reasons why you shouldn't sleep on your back from the sleep apnea people and the researchers, just if we're looking strictly, and this is what I do from a mechanical structural perspective, it's still a much better position than on your stomach. So even if there's other ramifications to it, if I'm looking strictly from what's that going to do to your health, your physical health long-term, it's still a significantly better way to sleep. Wow. Okay. So I see this is interesting because I feel like, okay, so the sleep apnea people, uh, don't want me to sleep on my back. You do want me to sleep on my back. Or side. The, the key is, though, is making sure that when you're, if you are a side sleeper, that you're minimizing the stress that goes through your pelvis and your neck and your mid-back. And so there's not only this, the, whether you're on your back or side, there are certain attributes that have to be followed when you're on your back or your side. So it's pretty simple. Uh, when you're on your back, you, you definitely want to make sure that the pillow you're using is not a thick pillow. 
because if you can visualize someone on their back, if they're sleeping with a fat pillow or two pills or three pills, which some patients tell me they do, then their head relative to their thorax or shoulders is shoved forward. And we don't want that because that's the same posture that you've heard in, in the, you know, in the media lately, text neck and uh, forward right. head posture. If you were standing up, you'd have your chin at your collarbone. Exactly. That would be very bad because that's compressing disc, it's stressing nerves, it's irritating the all the tissues there. You're going to wake up with either chronic headaches or, or neck pain. So you want a thin pillow. In fact, if you can sleep without a pillow, that would be fine too on your back. Some people love that. Some people can't do it because they psychologically think they need a pillow, but you can actually, that's an actually healthy way to sleep on your back without a pillow. Okay, wait, I'm going to stop because I'm going to, and I'm going to do this periodically. Don't I need neck support? Good question. So the difference between having neck support and too much pillow is the problem. So if you're, put it this way, you'd rather have less forward head posture with too many pillows with no neck support versus if you can sleep with a thin pillow, that is where you can get some neck support. And again, getting to, not to jump the gun to pillows, but a pillow is not meant for your head, it's meant for your neck. And I'm sure you'll see, if you come into my office, we do not, there, we do not have, you know, 10 or 15 pillows for sale. We have a pillow for sale, but it's tucked behind the desk and it's only talked about when someone comes to me and says, I've tried, tried 16 pillows and none of them work. And I never used to be like that, but after 16 years in practice, I, I'm going to be in agreement with you saying that how do you pick the right pillow? And so the right pillow is the right sized pillow. That's all that's important. The right pillow might be firmer for you or softer for another. It doesn't really matter what pillow you use as long as the size for how the position you use is good for you. Okay, so, so let me let me jump ahead of you and sure. see if I'm if I'm anticipating you right. So if I'm a side sleeper, mm-hmm. I can get a ridiculously cushy soft pillow as long as when I'm lying on it, it keeps my head level. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Now it just the whole thing just got clearer. Okay. So, and just to kind of step one more uh, forward is that there there are pillows and there are places that sell pillows, um, like mattress stores and stuff that will, will, that will measure you, um, and to see if it is the right fit, given the fact, whether you're a predominantly a a side or a back sleeper. Now that doesn't mean, and this is where I will be fully transparent. That does not mean that you're going to love that pillow. And that is why I don't, I try not to sell pillows. I'll always tell a patient like, uh, you know, what pillow has, has worked for you in the past? Okay, this is the pillows work for you, Pat. Go get another one, but just make sure it's sized properly. If that fails and then it fails again, then come to me. I'll measure you and I'll give you a pillow that has clinical research behind it that shows that it reduces neck pain and all this kind of stuff. But it doesn't mean you're going to love it, but it's going to mean that it's healthy for you. Right. Okay. You know, it all comes down to this is, are you able to sleep on this thing? Right. And if you are and it's the right size for you, then congratulations. If you're not, then it defeats the purpose. Yeah, that pillow might not, uh, you know, or might be good for you in terms of your spinal health. But if you're sleeping terribly, then that's a bad thing. It's interesting hearing you lay all of this out. So let's let's do the mattress conversation because, again, there's there's firm, there's soft, there's but I'm assuming that from a spinal perspective, there's stuff that we have to watch out for. There is. But this is even I would say less specific uh than even a pillow and again you know you can say that oh the only uh the american medical association recommends this mattress or the canadian chiropractic association recommends this mattress and that might be fine um the biggest thing i think that that 
one needs to be aware of is that they need a, a mattress that will be supportive to them. And what I mean by that is it's think about a, a, a couch that's 30 years old yeah. or a sofa and you sit in that and there's no support at all. It allows you to sink into that and it might be comfortable for 10 minutes, 15 minutes or half an hour. But after a two hour movie or, or a hockey game or something like that, try to get out of that. So think, think, so let's extrapolate that to our mattress. If you are sleeping on a mattress that is the moment you get on it, it's, it becomes a U shape then I can tell you with certainty that that's not good for your spine or good for any joint in your body. Um, so get the mattress that you can, that you're comfortable on, but has, is as firm as possible with you without you not being able to sleep on it. This was a treat. Thanks for doing this. My pleasure. There you go. Uh, Dr. John Saunders, contact information and links to everything we talked about in the show notes. Again, a whole pile more information waiting for you in the full length version of that. If you like what you're hearing, please pass it along to a friend, subscribe and get the word out for the snooze button, the express version, or visit our website at the snoozebutton.com slash podcast. My name's Neil. Until next Monday. Thanks for being here. Hey, get some sleep, would you? 